What's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Peter Bolden. And I'm Dr. Craig Spodek, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Simply the best podcast in dentistry designed to help you maximize your practice and your life through four pillars of success. Leadership, team culture, marketing, and financial freedom, and everything in between. Now, let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's the Pete and Craig Show. Everybody, welcome. Yeah. To and if you're paying attention on YouTube, I'm enjoying my Zoom effects. And if you're not paying attention on YouTube and only listening to us, then it might just be a good reason to check out what. Craig's got a wonderful mustache on. I sure do. You got a wonderful mustache. Looks good. Craig, what are we talking about today? Watch this, Pete. <laughs> and it comes right back again. Right back. Great. See, for, for, the, for the kids listening listening at home and not watching, Craig, that, that falls on nobody. Funny. Yeah, it's okay. It's not funny to anybody. So, it's okay. So today we're talking about something very interesting, by the way, Peter. Yes. Thank God you have me here because I, I didn't put any of this together, but I can comment on it. It's about patient retention is the key to growth. We always get focused on the new patient number. Everybody loves the new patient number. 100 new patients, 50 new patients, 200 new patients. I just want to raise my new patients. You're right. Just need more new patients. Well, more what's your patients. what's your attrition? What's your what's your net patient growth? What well, do you one of the things we get people growth? to focus on, Craig, we always say that that new patient numbers are probably the wrong KPI. Right. If that's the only metric, if you're looking at what's my production and what's my new patients, those are two uh, KPIs that really give no intel as to the health of your practice, in my opinion. So something. So going back to Pearson's law, get what you focus on. We like to shift everyone's focus to some important thing that does wrap those two. You know, let's take. I'm going to take the production away because we're not talking about money right now. We're talking about new patients. And that what Craig is saying is that new patients is not the only metric. We should be focusing on the new patients we get, but also the attrition that we have is something called net growth, right? So it's the, the, the ones you gain minus the ones you've lost organically equals really the net effect of the practice. And sometimes you will be surprised as I have looked over, the, since I track this implicitly, Craig, I've been surprised where there's actually been several months upon end where the practice has been contracting, where you think it's growing, where they, we have 300 new patients a month. And I look at it and I say, well, shit, that's a great, we're growing the hell out of this. And then all of a sudden you look at it and it grew by negative 10 patients. Right. So it's Holy the number of people shit. that showed up minus the number of people that became 18 months and one day distant to your practice. So if you get 300 patients in the month of June, but 310 are 18 months and one day overdue, you lost 10 patients, net 10 patient growth. It's important. So that's to talk a cool about thing that. to do. Look, and your soft, if, if you're not using an uh, analytics software to tell you that, then you can easily, obviously, just extrapolate it from using your patient management software. And then you, uh, and then delegate that to your office manager. Put that in, or, or someone in your, in your ecosystem to delegate that to deliver the data so that you don't have to go harvest it each and every month because you'll forget. So ask and by the way, there's, so this is a good, just a, a small, uh -oh, here we go. By the way, Craig tangent, oh, by the way, Craig tangent, this is less than 60 seconds. Uh, so, so shocker. everybody, everybody feels a certain way about their practice and their numbers, but really numbers should be accurate and you shouldn't go on how you feel. You got to look at the logic, the data. It's like, show me the math. You got to see the math. So there's, there's another podcast, by the way, that we got to do, Peter, 
about busy and productive. Because just like we're talking today about new patient growth, there's also busy versus productive. There's a lot of dentists out there that are very happy that they're booked up for six months in advance, but yet they're on 15 different PPO insurances. So they're busy as hell, but they're actually not enabling their practices to grow with fee-for-service patients because they're booked up so far. Fee-for-service patients, if they can't get in for three, four, five, six, eight weeks, do we? I, I'm going to give you a prescription for Adderall. This is not what we're talking about. You are totally going off topic. No, but this is important because this is about how you feel. And we're talking about patient retention is the key to growth. And everybody out there is like, no, it's not. Not about retention. It's about new patient numbers. As long as I'm getting okay. those new patients, right. that's say, what I'm saying. So right. it's feeling versus, and that's why we're getting into this right now. So it's not how you feel. The retention is the key. So let's get into topic so number there's, one. There's there's really about, we've written down five ways, which really is has grown. So it's more like five to seven ways. Let's just call it today. It depends on how, how far and fast we'll go in this podcast. But, um, but there's a list of five things that we think are the number one ways to create that retentive experience. And yeah, when I say 100%. experience, it's about retentive experience. How did you make them feel when you got, when you got an at-bat with them? So Craig, yeah. what's number one, which is crazy. Give some context to this. So uh, number one is the is most important, by the way. We hold summits and obviously y'all know that. And, and we uh, and typically we will quiz live audiences who's doing X, Y, and Z. But Craig, so what's, number, what's the number one way to create uh, patients from or creating raving fans, raving experience, number one way for patient retention? The number life. one thing you can do, and, and this question is asked to me a lot, like if there's only one thing you could do in my practice, what would it be? And people are thinking like, oh, employ sleep apnea or like, you know, take a COIS course or like, you know, do full mouth recon or Botox, whatever. It's not, it's so simple. The number one thing for us that we believe to, to increase your patient retention and to increase your overall culture and experience for the, for the practice is just the post-op call. Simple, not do sexy, you call but simple. your patients and some of you who do it are rolling your eyes right now saying like, well, duh, like, and those of yep. you who aren't are saying, oh, I, don't, I don't want to bother the patients. Or it's so below me to do that. Yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, you mean the actual doctor? I just did a crown. Like, they, aren't they going to think something's wrong? Hey, this is mm-hmm. Dr. Jones. I'm, I'm worried that that would make people think like, you know, that, that something was wrong. Here's the cool, here's the cool thing. I, I totally agree with you. I think it's the lowest hanging fruit in dentistry. If you're not doing it and you want to grow your practice, easy, hang up. Don't, don't spend any more on marketing. Um, don't spend any more on marketing, but uh, you know, basically just, just, just do this, just do this. So true. Cause that, that, that it, it's, it's simple, but it's amazing how many objections I always get when I suggest that to doctors, it's like, well, God, that they're going to think something's wrong. That's so below me, but it's so easy. And by the way, there's ways, there's software that can send a voicemail. You know, I don't, I don't know exactly the software, Pete, you probably know more than I do with there's There's special software that can send a call directly to voicemail. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I just know certain voice over IP providers can do that. So imagine that like, Hey, it's Dr. Jones from family dental, just checking in on you, making sure you're feeling okay. If you have any problems, 
um, give me a shout. Nothing HIPAA, nothing, you know, you know, cause you want to watch out. You want to, you don't want to say like, Hey, Mrs. Jones, hope your denture's feeling great. And then the wife gets the email and like, Oh shit, my husband wears a denture. You don't want to have that, but just something generic that could just be like, Hey, it's Dr. Jones from family dental, just making sure you're feeling okay. Because what happens is let's say the bite is high that night. Let's just say the bite is slightly high and they're like, they went in for a routine filling and now they're tapping on the tooth for four to seven hours. They call their friend, their friend goes on Google their friend's cousin is a dentist that's retired. He's 90. And he says, you probably need a root canal. And the next thing that you, you find is your patient is freaking out because they're marinating all night. And the very next morning, they uh, are, are freaking out and saying that they have a major problem. When in actuality, all you needed to do was call that night and say, how are you feeling? Well, it's kind of funny when I tap on my tooth, it feels a little sensitive, a little sore. No big deal, Mrs. Jones. We'll get you right back in the morning. It's a quick bite adjustment. So bad news gets worse with time. And if you let patients marinate on it, it'll get worse. So it's always, that's the greatest value you can do is that post-op call. So if you're not doing it, um, congratulations on taking your practice to the next level. Start it right away. And the threshold, by the way, for me, and I think Pete agrees, is anybody hits a shot. If you get a yep. procedure, obviously coming in for a cleaning, you know, that would be really cool customer service. Um, no, but, I think uh, that'd be weird. I think that'd be no, weird. Okay. Like I did but, your check and I want to check in on you tonight. That's that's creepy and weird. Yeah. If okay, you gave fine. Them but I, I never do that. We just do a shot. If, if you, you get a exactly. shot. If you get, or Craig, if your hygienist did a deep level scaling and root planning. Oh, wow. I never do that. Have yeah. them call. That, well, of course. Duh. Yeah. I'm saying like, That's that awesome. would be weird for you to call. I'll be like, hey, how is your scaling and root planning with mm-hmm. Cynthia? Super weird. If you were word. the one who gave them a shot, which they were probably scared of getting, you're checking in on seeing how you're feeling. And I used to say that in the verbiage. Hey, I just want to check in on you. I know you got, you, you know, you, um, you had a procedure today. You may have a little inflammation. Just wanted to see how you're feeling. Doing great, doc. Doing not. And oh my God. Times, I can't believe you called me. I can't believe you called me. And guess what? They will tell five of their friends. Did your dentist yeah. call? Mine does. Yeah. But um, the other thing is um, like you were just alluded to, you know, most times it'll, it'll go to voicemail and they'll catch it and they'll get it and they'll text you back. Hey doc, all good here. Thanks. Boom. And some, some people are so hesitant to give out like, um, they call, used, I used to, in the beginning, call from a blocked number. And I was like, that's so lame. Yeah, my patients have so, my number. I don't give a shit. Right. But I used to be so afraid, Craig, that's like, oh my God, they're going to get my cell phone and they're going to crush me now until, you know, for the next 10 years and just text me all the time. And no one ever abused it. So No one abuses it. By the way, you know how many doctors respond to me when I say this? Like, it's unpro- it seems unprofessional for me to call my patient like that they're, they're so you know entrenched in their doctor role yeah, that it's like ego yeah that's, so that's such lame. an egomaniac thing like so lame that's an egomaniac thing i hate i anyway so anyway, tip on, number one do it tip on number one tip number two, two. tip number two, two i'll let you handle that one all right so this is the level of communication meaning meaning the level of communication in your office is. do you, are you making it easy for them to schedule are they getting e- are they able to have proximity to the providers meaning that like my hygienist will a lot of times reach out to their patients via email or or text them if they have permission we will we will make the means of communication very easy to do do not make it be a challenging <laughs> do not make it challenging for people to come in and give you money Right. Exactly. <laughs> it, it sounds funny, it e- but it needs to be said. Make it easy. There's a level of community. Are you having, are you able to text the office? Like we use ZipWhip, right? We use our landline that ZipWhips to a platform so people can call or text because our society is text. Now I do not want to use my phone as a phone. I do not want you to call me using the phone. 
So, right, we are all we are all conditioned, especially the generations behind Craig and ours. You know, patients who are who are you know for Craig, it's patients who are under fifty. Yes, um, it's true. <laughs> but it's, it's not uh, even funny anymore. It's actually well, it used to true. joke around me and say, "Oh, when Craig's seventy and Craig's 50, it's true. I am but I'm rounding the corner. I'm forty nine point six. Are you hitting the easy button for access of levels of communication for your patients? Text access? Do they have the provider's email? Do they have your contact just in case they wouldn't want to? They wouldn't schedule you through you, and they know that. But just make it easy. Just make the experience be seamless for them. Yeah, to and I want to add on. Okay, I want to add on to that. It's not just the communication. Are you offering virtual consults? Mm-hmm. Can can patients come in for an aligner check? That five minute visit to make sure they're in the proper aligner. Can they do that over FaceTime or Zoom? I mean, just you think, oh, it's just a 10 minute visit. But I mean, the average person doesn't live one minute from your office. So they have to leave work, they have to get in a car or take transportation. It's not a five minute visit for them. It could be a five minute visit in your practice could actually take an hour and a half of your patient's time. So be conscious of that. Also things like, you know, same day dentistry, you know, or same day crowns and all that other stuff. It's yeah. very, it's, you can't, you got to think I'm going to, I'm going to well, jump That's number around. five, Craig. Don't jump up. Don't jump okay. up. Okay. Okay. Well, I won't, I won't. Um, it's actually four and five together. Okay. So I'm going to, you have to take the next one because I have nothing so to the say never, about that. The next one I'm going to surprise you with already. I'm about to go to share Well, I'm screen. not surprised because I'm looking at what So if, yeah, but you haven't seen my screen yet. I have not. So uh, the next one is what would Carvana do? I wrote on the list. And so I saw this, I'm a big Twitter fan. I don't do Instagram or anything like that, but I like to watch Twitter because I think Twitter is a mind feed versus Instagram is a picture feed. And so I think you get to see people's thoughts enough on that rant. But I saw this, this girl who I follow, this gal, or somehow she's my thread. She basically was raving about how her Carvana experience was. And so they went, they knew she was new to the town. So what you're looking at, if you're, if you're listening at home, is they knew she was a new mom. They knew she was new to the area. This is a, she bought a car from Carvana. But when it arrived, delivered, it had a welcome mat for her new home. It had best mom jokes ever book. It had welcome to Charlotte guide, all these things. And it was a next level brand ambassador. So that, and then that, what happened with there is she shared that with the 30,000 followers on Twitter that she has for free. So this is a next level thing. Obviously you can extrapolate the experience or, that you could, could give to your patients. But be, if you're focused on it, I promise you, you will find it. And you may find that exact analog of like this Carvana experience to people at scale. Um, we absolutely, to- and we talk about that in our book. By the way, there's that quote I said: "Be worthy to be talked about." Yeah, you know, you can hire a marketing company as one of our chapters in our book. You can hire a marketing company that can craft some sticky little slogan or saying, or you can actually make something worthy to be spoken about. Right. So, what right. would Carvana do? I look at that as like be marketable, make an experience, whether that I, I, you know, Peter and I have little onesies like future patient of SDG or ADS. Mm -hmm. And whenever we see a pregnant patient, we run over and give them a onesie. How much does a onesie cost? $7, $8. They'll never forget that. Yep. Like branded things that you sell, like, but yeah, whatever you can do to kind of increase the experience. And we we took it a a step further and it was an unsustainable experiment on my end, Craig, but I think I told you, I've told this in the summit is that I've hired a intern to follow all of our patients, whoever patients we could find, take the entire patient database and seek out to follow them and see what, what was going on with them. And, and, and actually it was really the people who had uh, become inactive in our patient base. Follow these patients who have become inactive was, was the experiment. 
and then just reach out to them. Oh, I see that they're going on a trip or they had a kid, like you said, Craig, or um, something happened in their life where, you know, maybe it was a tragedy. And basically we, we reached out to them and said, Hey, we know we haven't seen you in a long time, you know, have a blast on the vacation. Here's some towel. Here's some Atlanta dental spa towels on your vacation. Or wow, sorry to see the tragedy in your family. We know we know you haven't seen you in a while, but just let you know prayers were thinking of you or something else, right? You see where I'm going. And so it was the touch points of them, you know, something has happened. So it was a touch point that was unforgivable. And it was really cool thing to do. I don't have any metrics on how it performed in terms of you know KPIs and how to deliver. But it was, I had a couple key stories where people were just blown away and it was shared socially. And it was, well, you know, so there was a halo effect, Craig, is like you're saying, it was a really cool experiment. It was just unsustainable because that intern had to go back to school. And I didn't have, I didn't think it supported someone's full-time job, which it was hers, right? Yeah, social media, the daily. Okay, it's it. so it's in so, the book. So in the book, page 73, um, either pay someone to craft a compelling story for you or be remarkable enough that people are willing to tell it for free. And speaking of which, I know this is, uh, you're going to yell at me, so I'm going to try to get this out as quick as possible. This book, The Bulletproof Dental Practice, which I'm holding in my head, which that's an excerpt from, um, we just created something really cool. And I, Peter, don't, don't, just, just pause for one second. You. I'm about to crush you. you I know, know he is, I know. Freebpbook.com freebpbook.com. What is that you ask? Oh, I heard you ask that. That is our, I know you did. I heard it in your head as a rhetorical question. Like, what are you talking about? So Peter, I went ahead and created the (laughs) freebpbook.com. And uh, um, we're actually going to be getting the book into anybody who wants it for free. All you have to do is pay shipping um, because uh, we recognize that the book has a certain amount of life to it. And we put our heart. How old soul. is it now? About two years. Yeah, it's about two years old, and I love it. You know, I always love it. Every time I talk about it, I, I get so proud of it. But in five or ten or fifteen years, it may not be as uh, relevant. So um, the book was was done in a way to donate and pay forward, and uh, we're never going to get our investment of time or money back. So you and know, if you're what, listening to this and you paid full price, like thanks because you yeah, allowed you. you allowed that. That was your you know micro method of paying it forward and allowed us to communicate if you got something for it because like Craig's saying, we're never going to make our money from it. And that's not bullshit, um, by the way. No, it, no, no. 100%. And honestly, even in this free deal he's talking about, literally the free was shipping. It's We charge six bucks to ship it to you. 599, Peter. But the cost of printing is more than that. So it truly is. The thesis is, or the ethos of this is really just to kind of, you know, um, is, a, is a way of, uh, there's, there is some altruism to cover, but we also have to cover our ass in terms of not just going the hole, but we're going but negative. Dennis on the planet right now wants to buy the book. We're going to pull that link down. Yeah, uh, that's going to go inactive. Real yeah, that'll go inactive. So if you're listening, go to freebpbook.com, buy a copy or two, because if you're hygienist, your office manager, you work with other dentists, go ahead and drop a, a copy for you, for your, uh, for your friend. Well, it, may, and it makes a Christmas lot gift. more sense. Like we have a, I have a dentist friend in town, Craig, that bought it and he sent me a picture of it. Um, me too. Where, I got one in town bought, too. It was, uh, he bought it and then showed a picture of his whole team around a table. Like they had highlighters out and they were really going through it like a, like a text. It was really cool. So, so use that too. link by eight, by 10, whatever you want to do, by one, whatever. It's just, it's our, whatever. It's our continuation. Step number four. Sorry for that, Peter. Thanks for not, uh, you know, I get uncomfortable with the, I like the give, 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 but I don't, I don't, uh, this I is a give, bro. I, well, is, I know, yeah. but I'm getting, I get uncomfortable. It was a I like to yeah. stay on task. Okay, but here it is. This is the bulletproof. It's so good, Peter. The the cover. It's nice. Embossed nice. uh, bullet holes. Oh, I'm so happy mm-hmm. with this thing. 
When's the last time you looked at this book? I don't know, Craig. Okay. And by the way, they've got a bold version too. Okay. I won't. So number four, I love this one. The Uber Amazon, be Uber Amazon like from a business standpoint. So we're all focused on our competition. You know, listen, Target was really worried about Walmart. Walmart was worried about like what Kmart was doing at the time. And guess what comes along? Amazon. They weren't even thinking about it. So Amazon flipped everything on its head. Uber flipped everything on its head. There were people literally paying millions of dollars for medallions and uh, taxi medallions. They had no idea Uber was coming along. So what is the Uber and Amazon to dentistry? What is going to be coming? What's happening? What is somebody going to do that is going to make your office instantly irrelevant? And these are things. And so if we lay this back to the whole patient retention, right? Some of these may be just thought provoking. And so if these well, there's are the no better way to... Keep if your these are the companies that are flourishing and flourishing in today's day and age, especially right right now. Um, you know, how can you, what is, what is the Uber and Amazon, the Netflix, all these lessons? What have these taught us? These dominant giants, what have they taught us? And dentistry being, you know, obviously we have to deliver it in person and all these things. But think about the think about Uber and Amazon from a business standpoint, a patient experience standpoint, maybe even. Number five. Well, I, I was looking oh, at. I said, oh gosh, here we go. Okay, we're, we're, forget, uh, forget I'm, it. I'm, okay, I'm if, you did, if you wanted to hear what I wanted to say, leave a comment leave below a comment. and tell people. No, it's just joking. It's okay. We'll go onward. No, I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. So um, I was just thinking, like, when you think about Amazon and Uber, by the way, it, it's I pay attention to this really well-run corporate, large corporate chain here. And I uh, have a friend that works for them. So she was an assistant that worked in my office and I follow her on Instagram. And it's surprisingly, Peter, they're really good at their culture, man. Birthdays and celebrations. So, um, you know, it's just cool. You know, you don't typically think of these big, big yeah. DSO boxes. When they have scale. Yeah. yeah, big scale. I mean, this is not a 15 office DSO. This is like a national 200 plus. And they're, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Wow. That so, is that is impressive. That is yeah. impressive. All right. All right. We hope everyone is getting massive value from listening to this podcast. If you are, we're going to ask a couple things in return. First, review us on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, the easiest way is to pick up your phone, open the podcast app, click on the album art, and then scroll all the way through the episodes and you'll see review at the bottom. Go ahead and bang out the stars that we deserve. Second thing, if you haven't signed up for our text uh, list to get notified of special offers or the next summit or whatever it may be, uh, make sure to text the words bulletproof to 33777. That's 33777 and the word is bulletproof. Third thing is we've got the book, as most of you all know, but we've also got the audible version that Dr. Spodak spent three days in studio and it was an arduous task and he crushed it. He really should be an audible book episode. That's it, everyone. Hope you're having a great day and we'll see you soon. Number five. Um, I love this one. It's, and this is actually a marketing tenet of ours, but be, number five is the five keys to patient retention is being efficient with their time. Yeah. Time is the thing that we can never get back. We can't make more of it. We can't get it back. And so that has been a, a tenant of ours is I always say that like, look, and all of us are used to going to the doctor or physician and you go and you show up on time for your one thirty appointment. What time do you finally get seen, Craig? 2.30, they call you back or whatever, the insurance pay. So an experience that you can do right out the gate is if that patient's time appointment is at one thirty, you have an assistant who, or their hygienist 
They're just waiting for them to come in or sitting there just hanging around the front desk waiting for them. It's a really cool experience. Like they're greeting them and it's like, I'm ready to see you. And they don't even get a chance to sit down. They don't even get to sit in that quote unquote reception area. Obviously COVID has changed everything where people have to wait in their cars now. But I'm saying when we get out of this, it's a really cool thing. Instead of having your hygienist wait by her computer to have Sally from the front ping her and say, your 12 o'clock is here. Go wait for Mrs. Jones at the front door. It's a totally different experience and culture. People talk about culture. This is just, these are little micro culture builders. And by the way, Peter, we never talked about this, but do you, do you have photos, a facial photo of the patients in the chart? Of course. We do too. So we do too. So not just the clinical photo, but the actual photo. So what my people will do is go up to the person at the front, like whether it's Sam or James and actually look at the picture before him be like, instead of like, Hey, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy. Well, you can just, and in EagleSoft, I know you use Dendrix, but in EagleSoft, you can hover over the block yeah. And, it, and that patient, if you have the, the default picture being their full face smile, it, which we do when um, you hover over it and it shows you what they look like, like yeah. what a novel idea, right? Yeah. Use, use, use that patient's the most beautiful word in the English language of that patient is their name. Uh, and, and by the way, being efficient with their time, scanning, um, same day dentistry, you know, same day dentistry, the, uh, but, but I'm, tra- I'm actually talking about milling. Like, you know, what percentage of dentists have a scanner? you know, a percentage of dentists have a scanner. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, I, I actually, I was hoping you'd know. No, we don't have a, we don't have a Jamie like Joe Rogan does, but <laughs> it is incredibly rare. Peter, it is like, sure. it is not 30, 40%. Oh, no, no. I would, I would guess I it's five. Yeah, but it's something incredibly rare. So having an itero, being, having not to take an impression, having CEREC technology, we can actually mill a crown on the, on the patient. These are game changers. And by the way, every dentist I ever talk to will say the same thing to me. My patients don't mind impressions. I take really good impressions. Okay, well, you know, they don't want it. Well, you never ask them. And then my patients don't mind coming back for a temporary. So those are good things as well. Think about that. That blends the Uber, Amazon, and efficiency all together. Number six, Peter. Pete. Number six is six. 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 So we have six. So we started out as five. Now we're going to six. Um, I think that you need to be be creating a different safe experience. That people want to feel safe in a COVID world, and you need to c- create that safe environment. I know we're all following it from a protocol standpoint, from a state right. legislation, but but actually focus on what is their experience. They might be perception is reality, by the way, is reality, right? Even make a point of saying like, Hey, I know, you know, like, look at our, you look at our, I just want you to know, we've always been state of the art, but I just want you to know, like, look at our sterilization, look at, we've gone next level just for your safety. We want to keep you safe in your car. Here's all the things, you know, we've got these air filters, like make a point to talk about the steps you've gone in, not to be, just be compliant for you and your team, but make a point to say like, we went above and beyond for you to make you feel safe in an area where dentistry was already scary. To begin with, and now you're doing it dentistry and it's meaning scary emotionally. People get scared of it, but now you're scared of it doing it in a COVID situation. So By the way, like, COVID, COVID contracted the timeline. We talk about, and not to bring up the book again, Peter, but we talk about like if your office looks like the interior of the Brady Bunch house, you know, all your, you know, the wood paneling on the walls and the pea green carpet and the old ratchet, you know, ratchet equipment. People w- were not feeling good about your quality 
but they would often like there were restaurants and dental offices that pre-COVID that people say, hey, Peter, you got to go check out that Thai place. It's a total hole in the wall, little place, very dark. But uh, the food is, ama- the food is amazing, Peter. So don't, please don't judge a book by its cover or go see Dr. Jones. Listen, he's an old school guy, but, you know, equipment's not that new. It's a little kind of dumpy, but he cares so much. Ground, carpet on the ground. He cares so much. Now you go to those two places and you're like, fuck, I am unsafe here. It never became, it was never a safety thing. So now the modern look technology, clean environment actually translates into, am I going to be physically safe here? That's funny. That's actually a difference. Like I, it's totally different. Literally, but I think I got, about that all the time. I have looked at a couple of places, like look, go do an IV recently and go look for a new physician. And I literally was searching for pictures of what the facility looked like to yeah, ensure right. just what you're saying. And well, I, I mean, I, look, you've I would been not in have old... done that. I would not have done that a year ago. Not yeah, you, you look at an old building with the drop ceiling and everything's hanging low. And then you look at that air handler in that building. And that air handler looks like the inside of something from fucking Ghostbusters. And you know, I mean, that we don't know enough about coronavirus yet, but it's all pointing to airborne filtration, HVAC, blah, blah, blah. So look, also, I, I'm thinking if that air handler is neglected, what is your statum? Right. 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 Is, your, is your spore test but, enough uh, to but, uh, it, It's just, it's another <laughs> level. Patients did not know to ask, like, yeah, can I see a, your autoclave? Can I look at, they don't even know what an autoclave is. Now everybody's thinking optics about are completely optics. different. And, and me as and a so consumer- by, Sorry, and by the I'm way, I was, I, was a big, this. I was a big proponent believer in LEED certified buildings. I built one seven years ago. No one even knew what the hell that was. But a LEED certified building requires that you turn over the air more frequently. So we did this study six months prior to moving in in our old building and six months post of how many people were getting sick. And we reduced, I mean, this is back in 2012 now, 2013. We reduced the amount of sickness by like 40% just because of our air turnover. So mm-hmm. our building has 66 more air turn, 66% wow. more fresh air turnover. And by the way, your Johns Creek office mm-hmm. has mandated because of the Georgia building code. It's constantly getting every year, every year new where your building is. It's a safer, healthier building because codes are well, changing. Well, you have so much sunshine, you know, that UV, you too, natural you're... UV. Yes, I know. And, but and Johns you, Creek. Yeah, the UV. Well, all Johns of you, but Creek, I'm saying sorry. the... the uh, yeah. And that's a cool thing. And honestly, Craig, we, what's lost on us is like, I actually have been using pictures of the sterilization in some ads recently, just to say like, you know, because that is the new optics is like, well, what's this? Am, am I safe? So I'm using that because people pick from a fear-based psychology, meaning, am I going to be safe? Is this person going to hurt me? Um, God, I could go on for this. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Summer. Like, it's like, it's like a year ago this time yeah, you wow. and I had conversations. Oh, that sushi place, total dumpy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a hole in the wall, but it's, it's so oh, good. So good. Yeah. The guy. And now you walk in there like, Oh shit. Like there's, I just got I, COVID. Awesome. Yeah, what does that smell? Is that tuna or is that COVID? I can't quite it's tell. Hepatitis. That's, hep- that's hepatitis. It's hepatitis. Not, so. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Hamachi. I thought you said hepatitis. Uh, <laughs> I'll have that. That sounds nice. Oh God. Uh, Craig, we digress. Good banter lately. I have we to digress. Craig we digress. and I have Craig and I had a pick uh, a conversation the other day from, from a vendor that we were going to use for this product. And literally we were doing like just the thing we do. And she literally couldn't stop. Like she couldn't continue because she was like, You guys, like, is this a thing? And we were just yeah. kind of like, Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Oh, Craig. I love oh, us. Oh, 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 enough about us. What do you think about us people? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, and the seventh, it's kind of like a loose seven, but, um, 
you know, any integration into the person. Like I just text you, don't do number seven because it's not oh, applicable. You did? Yeah. Oh, I read didn't your, see read your, that. No, read your Zoom chat. Yeah. Oh, it was don't just do a, seven. No, I want to do it. So it's talking about like how we fit into people's lives. And I think the way uh, uh, an integration into their life is resonating with your values. So there was a Facebook post recently, and I had something to say about this. There was a Facebook post, um, and uh, it said, I want to do business with a dentist that cares about the community, you know, because people are choosing to do businesses that Mm. they admire their culture. Mm -hmm. So you're not just the dental office. Whole Foods is not just a grocery store. You know, Chick-fil-A is not just a fried chicken sandwich. It actually resonates, means more to them and their life and their values. So stand for something and have okay. people resonate with your business. I'm glad you did that. Honestly, I said, don't do it because I thought it was tying too closely to number three, which was with Carvana, but you took that into a whole different level, which is great and brilliant. Yeah, and buy it, it from do companies. Things that are, do, do things that resonate with the people that you want to attract. Yeah, right? align like, with That's you. a beautiful- yeah. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. That's awesome. So, and that- so the funny thing was, was that someone, someone on that Facebook post started posting, ah, they, they got a big building. They're trying to pay for all that. And then the amount of community support that came out, like, oh mm. no, look what he did. Look what he did. Look what he did. Mm. Or look what they do rather. Um, and uh, it, it's cool because people buy from companies they admire. Chick-fil-A just feels good. It's not good for you, but yes, ma'am, my pleasure. Thank you, sir. Have a, you know, whatever they do, they close on peanut oil. It's so much healthier. That's not, but you know, I know, but, 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 but that's a narrative and we don't, no one goes home and and Googles that they just think, Oh, cool. Better. Yeah. Anyway, that was actually really good, Craig. You did a good job today on your, oh, on your thanks, podcast, Petey. buddy. Thank you, you did a good job. You stayed Thank on task. You. I only had to give you uh, micro good. doses of Adderall, and you actually stayed on task. No Adderall needed, brother. It was uh, it was great. Um, cool, guys. So, any uh, other announcements? I'm ex- well, I'm excited about the freebpbook.com. Naturally, free. So free, F R E E B P, book B. O-O-K.com, uh, not dot, dot, not dot, uh, us.com. But anyway, buy some copies. It's a great gift for the holiday season. We do not make a dollar on that. We promise you that, but we want to get this book into as many hands as possible. It was a lot of effort, a lot of money and uh, a lot of time. So um, we want it to go forward. Uh, and also big thing, people tell us all the time that they love our book. Please review it. We'd love a review. So review the book, hmm. go on Amazon, uh, drop a review in the podcast. Let's get our awareness up. We don't want to be the biggest kept secret in dentistry. And that's all I got guys and gals. Okay, everybody. That's it from Pete and Craig show. We are over and out. See you guys.